Season 1 of the Ear Training Podcast has come to a close until September 1st. So what you're listening to is a rerun. <laughs> I suppose you know that. Uh, just know that I will be coming back on September 1st, full force. Uh, we're just going to take a little bit of a summer break because we're kind of following the school schedule. So, But in this rerun, I might give some calls to action that are a little outdated, so I just wanted to update you on the best ways you can support the show. Number one is you can give us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Number two is you can support us on Patreon by going to theeartrainingpodcast.com and clicking the big old button. And number three, you can follow me on Instagram. It's just my it's my personal and music Instagram. It's all one. I used to have separate ones, uh, but now you can follow me at samevans.producer. Um, and yeah, you'll, you'll be able to kind of tap into Sam Evans in my life a little bit and I'll try to share some music theory, theory videos and so forth. So, and that's all without further ado, go on to your rerun. Hi, I'm Sam, the ear training podcast, ear training coach. And thanks for listening today. Uh, if you can support us on Patreon, uh, go to the ear training Every dollar counts and makes a big difference. So thanks so much. Today, I'm going to be talking about ear training and all the things that you need to know, uh, the kind of the steps that I would take to take you from knowing nothing about music to having a good ear, to being able to play the things that you hear and to be able to express yourself better emotionally because you understand music. It's not a nebulous, weird thing. It's something that is concrete in your mind. Yesterday, I talked about all of the things that you need to understand on a music theory basis. Uh, so basic t technical facility, uh, knowing which scales and knowing which solfege is which um, in terms of what is on your instrument and in that scale. So if you haven't listened to that one, I recommend that yesterday's episode first, um, because today is only the things that you need to understand in order for ear training uh, to be something a part of your life. And this is less conceptual. Um, this is less about knowledge and more about practice. So yesterday's is knowledge, today's is practice. So first, um, and of course I'm going through the steps here, but not expecting everyone to have every single part of this. I'm just trying to give you a big picture overview of, of where I intend to take, where I intend to take you, uh, through my courses and through the podcast. So anyways, let's go ahead and start. First of all, there's Aural interval recognition. Uh, that is simply the ability to recognize that this is a perfect fifth. And that's a major sixth. And that's a tritone. Uh, and that's something that all of these just take practice. So I'm going to stop saying that. They all take practice. So just, uh, just know that. <laughs> the next one is solfege identification in relation to Do. Now, if you know interval recognition, this can be helpful, right? So... But if you if I'm giving you do and you hear this note, not only should you know that's a major sixth, but the next step is you should know that is law. And that's te and that's fi. And if I change do up, if this is do, then this has to be fa. Whereas if this is do then this is so, right? So the ability to uh, know what note something is in terms of solfege in relation to do, that is the next step. So first is knowing general 
intervals. The next is knowing the solfege in relation to do. The next is knowing two pieces of solfege from each other without necessarily knowing do. So, for example, if I were to give you this and say, this is re, could you know that this is so? Now, the trick I use in my head for that is just I find do in my head. And I'm like, re, re. Okay, then I know do is here. So if you're playing this, I'm hearing do in my head. So if you play this, I know this is so, right? So that's usually how I do it. Uh, but that's also a skill. You know, you need to be able to hear. Like, okay, uh, that was probably la, fa, mi, re, do. But it could have also been mi, do, ti, la, so, depending on what is do. The next uh, would just be simply about, okay, can you get a melody, right? Uh, can you get a string of a few notes in relation to do? If here's do. Can you get mi, fa, so? And those melodies will get longer and longer, so soon you're going... Next is, tr uh, so that's all of the stuff for just melody. And, you know, uh, what is this note in relation to the next note? And that just takes a lot of practice, which is the purpose of having a 10-minute podcast every single day. Uh, the next is about harmony. So uh, you need to be able to recognize certain triad qualities. So uh, knowing if this is a major chord and knowing that this is a minor chord. Diminished. Augmented. Uh, and being able to recognize them in all of their varieties. So if you if you're hearing it like this, you know it's still a major chord, and this is still a minor chord. Um, and uh, let's I'm gonna try and see if I can get a really weird inversion here. Eh, none of them are that weird. Like that right there um, is just a minor chord, but with the five in the bass instead of the one. So you need to be able to recognize triad qualities. There aren't tons of triad types. I think I just listed them all. Major, minor, diminished, augmented. Those are the major triad types. Major, meaning something different. <laughs> uh, and then there's um, the chord recognition in relation to do. So that what that involves is knowing, okay, if this is do, then you know this is the four chord, and it's a four major chord. And this is the five major chord, and this is the two minor chord, three minor chord, and so forth. So, uh, in addition to knowing triad qualities, you need to know it in relation to the key that you're in. Uh, and then, of course, at, outside of that, there there are the chords that are obvious within a key. You know, like the five chord, but there are also the extended chords. Like, okay, like a, can you recognize the flat six major chord or can you recognize the flat three major chord or the flat two major chord um and all of those right and that's something that you know just takes some practice uh next is chord recognition uh chord progressions uh so for example you um you would just be able to hear a string of chords and be able to know that's one five four three uh, and so forth, right? And, and there's some that repeat and some that, you know, just are, are cyclical and never stop. Uh, but uh, that's the next step in the progression. 
Uh, of course, one thing I didn't talk about is hearing uh, extended chord qualities. Can you hear major sevenths and minor sevenths? Uh, that can really happen any at any point in this after you know triads. And then the final step to bring all of this together would be hearing chord progressions and melodies at the same time, which is the ultimate goal, right? So if that sounded like a lot, um, may, maybe it is a lot, uh, but I promise you that is something you can do, and it's something you can do faster than you think. Uh, I'm guessing that you're an adult, uh, and you have a busy life, and you'd love to do music, but you're not trying to commit your entire life to it. That's just from, from, that's from just the responses I've gotten from the surveys and those of you I've talked to. That's the sense I get. Uh, and so I'm trying to design something. Uh, that can help people in your situation learn how to play music by ear as easily and as quickly as possible. Uh, so if you have any suggestions or a- anything that would be especially helpful for you, uh, my plan is to have the course mostly include things from today and things from yesterday. Uh, email me, sam at theeartrainingpodcast.com, and let me know what you think it should be added or is the most important part. And as always, thanks for listening to the Ear Training Podcast. <laughs>